Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We today want to talk to anybody who is an author, if you've written a book, if you've considered maybe even doing the audio portion of the book, but you haven't gotten there, you're thinking about maybe hiring somebody, you know, maybe a, a professional speaker to, to do the audio portion of your book, we've got somebody for you. And they, they work for free uh, in terms of the audio, audio portion of the book. And, and that person is you. You should be doing it. It's your book. Nobody knows it better. And we've got somebody that can take you by the hand and show you how to do that. It's actually very easy. And he's back with us. Robert Lane from Robert Lane Coaching joins us. Robert, welcome back. How are you? Good. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, love that introduction. You're right. They, they can do it for free and not hire uh, a professional because... You are a professional and you can do it. And there's just things that you just need to do uh, to believe in yourself that, that you can. And, and the rest, uh, like, uh, like you mentioned, I will definitely handhold you <laughs> through the process. And we're going to talk about the tools, the techniques to get this done. I believe, having spoke to a lot of people about this whole process, the first thing that we should address is, Yes, you do sound good. So many people think, oh, my voice, I don't know about that. No, there's no way I can do it. Yes, you can. Trust me. The Probably the best sounding ones, in my opinion, are regular people. You sound genuine. You are genuine. You're you. And it's your material, right? Absolutely. That's, yeah, that, that's number one. You know, the first thing before you begin, and this is what I, I teach my clients is, uh, and again, confidence is a, uh, one of the major issues that I see that a lot of authors have. They're very confident when they, they write their book and publish the book. It's in written word form. But then, you know, speaking, there, there can be some reservations, again, maybe not having the confidence in the voice. Uh, so confidence is key. Before you hit that record button, uh, we do mindset work. We get ourselves in the right frame of mind believing in your voice. And it's not just only believing, but feeling it. You know, you have to feel it. I believe in it. Own your voice. It's so important. When you have the confidence to uh, say what you're going to say and narrate your book, it comes through. That confidence comes through. And that's part of uh, that intangible that that comes through when a listener is hearing uh, somebody do their audio book. So yes, confidence is definitely number one. Hmm. How do you gain that that confidence? It's easy, I guess, easier said than done. But, but what would you tell somebody if they're obviously first time they've ever done it? They number one fear for all of us is public speaking. So in a sense, this is <laughs> a form of that. You're not in front of people, but you know, it's sort of like that. What do you tell people? It is sort of like that. Um, what I do is I, I have a couple of you know, mindset. Uh, exercises and techniques that, that, that I have my clients do to help uh, make them feel grounded, uh, relaxed, uh, put them in a positive uh, state of mind. Uh, and then, um, you know, again, affirmations, and we hear this a lot you know, with a lot of self-help uh, uh, gurus and, and books and that kind of thing. But, you know, affirmations really are great uh, you, to Mm. Tell yourself and putting it in, in present tense. I have a great voice. I am a great narrator. And you say it and you need to say it and believe it until you feel it. And when you do, that does boost the confidence. Sure. Um, there is one thing that, that I do want to uh, talk with you a little bit, Steve, that I wanted to share. And that is asking yourself this question. 
who are you talking to? And it's not, uh, you know, who is your genre or, or, or who, who is your target market? I'm talking very specific. Who is the one person that you're talking to hmm. when you're narrating your audiobook? Who are you telling your story? Have somebody very specific. What's their name? What relationship are they to you? Very, very important. Uh, you know, is it, a, is it a husband, a wife, a partner, a best friend, family member, coworker, whoever it is? You know, you wrote this great book and now you're going to tell your story. So who are you talking to specifically? Because that brings in uh, authenticity. That brings in uh, uh, being very conversational and natural. Mm. And those are those, again, intangibles that the listener picks up and, and, and they they definitely hear. Uh, so when you're doing your narration, again, ask yourself that question. Who are you talking to? Who is that specific person that you're talking to? Because that helps tremendously. I also feel while we're, we're focusing on the voice and we're going to get to the, the tech side of things, which yeah. if you're not technical, don't worry, this is going to be easy. Um, <laughs> that those affirmations. And I, I, I completely agree with you. Robert also telling yourself that you're unique because that's, yes. you know, for those who, who think I can't do this, I sound horrible, whatever it might be. Um, you are unique. You're nobody has your voice and nobody can compare you to anybody else because there's only one you. So if you think of it in those terms, you're going to nail it. Just, just, and, and they always say the easiest thing to speak about is yourself. Nobody knows it better <laughs> than you. Well, next up would be your book. Because you wrote it. Nobody knows it better than you, especially the way you want to convey it and the feeling that you want to come out of that book. Right. You wrote it. You lived it. You yep. experienced it. And now it's your turn to share it in an audible form. Um, and again, that's what really brings out that, that authenticity. Uh, it's your mm. unique style. I'm glad you said unique because that is so true because only you can tell your story in your unique way, the, the way that you meant it to be heard. And anybody, any professional can do a great job. That's true. But as a nonfiction writer, it is your story and they're not going to interpret it exactly the way that you would. So it really is important. It's your style. It's mm. your emotional range. It's your pacing. That's what makes you, you. And that is in your written word. When people are reading it, they do feel that. So it only makes sense to narrate your own book because now you're bringing what you put down on the written page and bringing that intangible into something that people can listen. So that, again, is another really important point. I love that you said that because what, what the author we're talking about here essentially is giving the book, the words life. Yes, they're on a page mm. as a traditional book, but now you're breathing life into it, which is, how exciting is that? <laughs> and, and you're controlling everything, everything. If you want to read it a certain way, now granted, you're going to coach somebody. And if they're doing something that's sure. completely off base, that doesn't make sense, you're going to offer that advice. And if somebody fights you, that's their book. That's what they want to do, I would assume. Um, <laughs> But, you know, best practices, you're going to work on that. So let's, why don't we get into the, the tools, the techniques, because that's probably the second layer might holding, 
that might be holding somebody back that they think, I don't know, I can't do this. I've never really spoken to a microphone. I don't know how to, you know, I've had limited computer ability available. So where do we start with that? Okay. Um, Yeah, we can talk about some. uh, And if you have other uh, thoughts as well, Steve, uh, you know, please share them as well. But let's just go over just some basic things uh, for for great narration techniques. Um, The first thing, of course, is just creating a comfortable, quiet space. And this is all part of the Your Book, Your Voice audiobook coaching program where uh, I, I show them how to set up their recording equipment, how to create a nice space for them. Uh, and so, so you pick an area, whether it's an office or a room or somewhere where it's comfortable, it's quiet, you're not going to be disturbed, and you set up your recording space there. Uh, and so when you're ready to record, and I tell my clients, you know, block out a minimum of an hour a day to do it. So if there's people in your house or, you know, let them know, just say, hey, I'm going to be recording for the next hour. Uh, you know, please don't disturb me so that I can really focus. Another thing, of course, is taking away distractions. No cell phones, no TV in the background or you know, radio, whatever. You don't want anything that's going to be a distraction uh, from mm. focusing on doing a great narration. So really, no cell phones, especially. <laughs> you got to put them in another room because it's it's getting to that, again, with the mindset work, getting into the right frame of mind and then maintaining that, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? The, when you're in that deep work mode and and you, you get in there and you do your narration and, and you're... You're, you're in your zone. It's almost like meditation in a sense, right? You're in your recording zone. And when you're reading your book, your energy is there. Uh, your unique style is all there. So having that comfortable space uh, is really important. And mm-hmm. again, taking away those distractions. Sure. Um, another thing is uh, whether you're sitting or you're standing, just make sure you have good postural form. You don't want to be slouched over reading your book. <laughs> You want to have good posture because it does help with the delivery. Um, staying hydrated. That's a very important uh, aspect, and not only just for your body in general, but it helps eliminate a lot of the mouth noises, dry mouth, because uh, that obviously is going to get picked up in the microphone when you're, you're doing your narration. Um, another thing, and I know we had mentioned this once before, about smile when you narrate. <laughs> Have that nice big smile. It makes such a huge difference. And and you know what? Even in enunciation, when you smile, you sound clearer. Uh, And I do want to add here also, if I could, Robert. Yes. Somebody just hearing this, and and this is all new to them. You don't have to record it all at once. Just say it. Right. And and how could you? I would never do it. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) So don't think that, you know, you're on. Uh, all right, what do I do now? No, baby steps. You can record some tracks and pages. You work with them, of course, on the on the pacing of how to, to do that. Um, yes. But you can slowly ramp yourself into this hole and, until you get into, wow, I'm in a zone now. I got it. I feel comfortable. I'm speaking. Uh, make it a couple of mistakes. It's all normal. Um, and it's then okay. not mistakes. Yeah. I, I look at them as this. They're not really mistakes. They're approaches. You may say it a certain way, maybe a flub. You might be thinking, I might want to say it a different way, and then your mouth got ahead of you, whatever it might be. You edit everything. 
You, not yeah. not not the author. You're taking care of all of that, making everybody sound fantastic. That's right, and that's all part of the uh, the audiobook coaching program. And and like you mentioned, you don't record the entire book in one sitting, and you wouldn't want to do that anyway because you're going to get fatigued really fast. But again, you know, you, so you have this great book, and your great book has, you know. 20 chapters, let's say, and you have an introduction page and you have a forward, maybe uh, you have uh, acknowledgments and a dedication page. Sure. All those sections of your book are separate audio tracks. So uh, you are breaking it up because that's how you uh, prepare your audiobook for publications. You do everything in, in separate sections. And of course, this is all you know, taught in the program. But yeah, so then that way, you're not trying to read everything all at once, and uh, and you're maintaining the consistency of the energy that you're bringing to it because you, you're you're fresh. Like maybe you record, you know, a couple chapters. Great, you have two audio tracks. You have two chapters done. Then the next day you do, you know, maybe you have a long chapter, so you just do one chapter. That's fine, but you're still maintaining the same level of energy, and it's consistent throughout. And you could even go back and listen to your other tracks, you know, that you have already recorded just to make sure, oh, yeah, yeah, I, that's the energy I, I had and that's the energy I want to continue with. So, you know, there's ways to, to, to keep yourself consistent with your pacing and your flow. But, uh, yeah, breaking it up is, is part of the process so you won't get overly fatigued. How about some other tips? that you might have either technical tips or, or even in terms of, of reading your book? Yeah, sure. Um, another thing is just being aware of your surroundings, being aware of external noises. Mm. It happens. You're recording and then uh, a plane flies by. <laughs> You'll hear it. So if it is, that's okay. You know, you stop. No problem. Just go back and start again once it's done or you're about to record and then the gardener fires up the blower <laughs> you know it happens <laughs> and it's a really really great point because we're so used to our environment that we might not even hear it because you hear it all the yeah. time like i know in the building i'm in this is my office i do radio show podcast bro tons of stuff from here i can mm. have the mic on and i'm by a fairly busy street right over there when there's a big truck coming by, I feel it. Like the, the entire, I'm like, like whoa, okay. Uh, and sometimes you can hear a little bit of a rumble or, you know, could even be a rumble of thunder. I've had that before. Um, yeah. So these things are all, you know, they, it, my point here is you don't need a professional broadcast studio to do this stuff. You can, you can get it done and it'll sound fantastic once you're coached through, through Robert here and uh, you go through the process and uh, it makes you sound good no matter what. That's right. That's right. Um, and uh, here's another thing to, to keep in mind, too. And, th and, I, and I do teach this in the program about recording levels and headset levels. Um, when you're recording, uh, you know, I show them that, and they can see it. There, there's, you know, there's uh, a graph in the recording program so they know they can visually see their level. And I want them to get used to hearing it in their headphones. Mm -hmm. So what they see and what they hear, get used to what you see and what you hear, what you see, what you hear, right? You have, uh, you, your mind will, will kind of lock into that. So that way, when you're recording, you'll notice when you're 
talking too loud or if you're talking too soft, you'll hear it. And you do get used to that. Uh, so just another, another thing to be aware of is, again, recording headphones levels. And when you have that locked in, it, it makes the process run a lot smoother. Uh, and then, of course, mic placement. You know, mm -hmm. the, way you, the way you have your mic placed is great. You sound great. You don't have to be on top of the mic like this uh, all the time. You know, you want there's a certain distance that sounds good. Uh, when you're reading your book, maybe sometimes the mic, if it's in front of you, maybe maybe it's harder to read. So turn it to the side. Talk across the mic because yep. it'll still sound great. And guess what? You are now eliminating uh, the possibility of more plosives like P, B, K, K, you know, those those consonants that that can pop a mic or just not sound natural. So uh, definitely uh, that's part of what I teach is you know, mic placement and what sounds good. Uh, and before the author dives into recording their whole book, I do have them send me a sample first so that I can hear it. I can check their levels i can listen for any noises that maybe they didn't uh hear or were aware of um anything that would make the recording not sound uh fantastic and uh, if there's any issues i tell them you know make this adjustment or that adjustment and then you know send me another sample just so i can make sure and then you're off to the races and you can go ahead and, and start recording your book and all this stuff it's not even you know super critical to what you're saying I'm I'm totally on your page. Don't overthink it. It's okay because yeah. because you're doing a test recording. So you know, it, back in the day, I would always be very particular where the microphone was. No, it picks up. It's fine. Here I'm here. I'm over here. It's like you know, it's okay. You'll get used to it. Um, but again, you're not going to waste any time because they're going to send a uh, a test file to you to make sure just validate yes. that everything is great. So in the time we have left, what do you think? Should we? in terms of tools and techniques, walk through the process in a way where, all right, they've started test file sense, mic placement is good. Now they're recording tracks. Each one is a separate one. When we say a yes. separate track, what is that? Is that a page? What, how would you define a separate track? I would say the separate track because everything is, is divided up. And when you uh, publish, you do upload or, well, we do the uploading for you, but <laughs> we do upload everything as a separate. Here's chapter one, here's chapter two, chapter okay. three. Everything is uploaded separately anyway, so you do need to do that. Uh, you do need to record everything as a separate audio file for each part of your book. So you, you can do it in linear fashion if you want. Start from the beginning, opening credits. All right, so and again, in the program, we explain, you know, what you need in the opening credits, what is required, what are things you can put in there, et cetera, et cetera. So basic, for example, basic opening credits are title, subtitle, who it's narrated by, who the author is. So you would, you know, for example, I'll use my book as an example. Lights Action You, the guide to master your mindset, overcome work stress, and regain your personal freedom. There's your title and subtitle, uh, written by Robert A. Lane, narrated by Robert A. Lane. Now, the beauty about being uh, doing an audiobook is that you don't have to be so mechanical. You can <laughs> put your personality into it. So, you know, instead of just saying, you know, written it, you can just say something like written and narrated by yours truly, Robert A. Lane. 
make it conversational, make it, you know, enjoyable for that uh, listener to hear. And you have that leeway. You don't have to be so verbatim with, you know, what you're doing. So, for example, if you have a quote in your book, you know, you can say, you know, this quote is by such and such, say the quote and continue on. So it has a flow instead of just reading verbatim off the page. Obviously, you know, it's different when you read it than when you are speaking it. So you do want to make that conversational. And I think probably the, the biggest piece of advice is practice. Mm. Practice, just like a singer or a band, they, they practice and they know their, their song or their album or what they're going to do before they step into the recording studio to record. Just practice, get used to it. Get used to hearing, you know, the headphone levels and seeing the recording levels. Get used to your mic placement. Get used to having your, you know, your ebook in front of you so you can flip those pages because you don't want to use your paperback because you're going to get mm -hmm. <laughs> that you turn pages. You do not want that in your audiobook. So you want the digital form so that you can just swipe it and you're not going to hear it. And you can still read your page without, you know, any issues. Uh, but again, you know, all that, all the details are, are in the program, but these are just techniques to, to keep in mind when you do your audiobook narration. I'm glad you said practice because you can practice audio tracks, right? You could just record some tracks for yourself just to listen back or maybe even share it with friends or family. I would imagine so uh, just to see what it sounds like, get some feedback, right? It's, it's just because sure. they, they recorded it doesn't mean everything is getting sent to you. Is that, am, am I getting that right? Well, yeah. So, so before you, you, you know, hit the record button and like, this is the take practice. As a matter of fact, use all the, you know, equipment and everything that, that I send you as part of the program, have it set up, get used to using it, get used to using the, uh, the recording program, uh, and, and practice, definitely practice using that. So that when you are, okay, I'm ready to record, I'm ready to do this chapter. And you know exactly what you need to do. You hit record. And again, as, as you continue throughout recording the book, it gets easier and it flows smoothly. Uh, so it's, you know, it just gets easier and easier and easier as you go along. Yeah. 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 Cause you're getting more comfortable too. You know, yeah. um, one thing we do want to say, this is for fiction authors nonfiction nonfiction I'm sorry that's what I meant nonfiction and it doesn't matter how long your your book is correct right uh, you know I'm working on a book now which is roughly 130 pages for this author some some you know some books are longer you know uh, some maybe 200 pages so uh, you know they, and you, you need to give yourself um, I would say like twice as long. So then, uh, so let's say if you're recording a chapter and it takes you, you know, let's say it takes you, you know, 15 minutes to read through that, to read through that chapter, give yourself an hour to record that chapter. It's a cushion. You may get it done sooner, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, if it takes longer, that's okay. Uh, but use that as kind of a basis of how long it's going to take to do each section of the book. The shorter, shorter it is, obviously, the faster it, it'll be. Uh, but remember, you're keeping the energy. You're keeping uh, the right frame of mind, the positivity, the the unique style and personality. You know, you you have to maintain all that. So that's 
you know, again, no matter how short or long that audio file is, whether it's an introduction or, or a full chapter, that same energy has to be consistent throughout the entire book. Yeah, it's like so that's what's going to keep the running a race. You can't get to the, uh, you know, a few pages in and just like kind of run out of steam and you're not bringing it on like you did at the very beginning, which is also why you want to take some breaks. You have time. Absolutely. You can do it. And this is a, this is a, if I remember correctly, a six-week program? Correct. This is a, a six-week program. Uh, when you uh, register, uh, I close registration on the 20th of each month uh, because that gives me time to send the, uh, the author the recording equipment that they need, which is part of the program. So they get a mic, headphones, sound isolation screen for the mic. Uh, you know, we, we go over the audio uh, program. I, I teach them how to use Audacity because it's an easy program uh, uh, that a lot of people use. So I teach them how to use that for recording, teach them how to send the files to me, how to, how to label everything properly so that they're organized. And then I do all the post-production editing for them. I will upload their book to Audible, Amazon, and Apple Books for them so that they will be published uh, by the end of the six week course. Amazing. And again, uh, we didn't say it here, but we've said it in the past, the recording equipment, everything, headphones, microphone, everything this is sent to you as part of the program, you keep that. So let's say you're yes. on the book too. You could use it to record that. And of course, Robert will help you edit it and, uh, and upload and everything. I'm sure, you know, different rate and all of that because it's not the program. Right. Awesome. Right. How do we find right. you, Rob? Robert? We're, we're thinking about doing this now. Yes, I have a book. I'm uh, excited. How do I do it? Right. If you're a, a published nonfiction author and you don't have an audio book, you really need to do this. And you can. You can. Just remember that. <laughs> you can go to robertlanecoaching.com. Easiest place to find me. robertlanecoaching.com. Uh, and it has everything there about the program. Uh, and uh, all you need to do is just, just book a call with me schedule a call with me so we can talk about your book i can give you more details about the program get you signed up onboarded for the next course that's simple amazing and i'm sure final 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 thought here that you can also provide some links uh, to to stuff that others have done through you just so we can get a feel for it i would think that's available somewhere or, or at least uh, point them to the books yeah, I can uh, definitely uh, have some links for people to check out. Also part of the program, it's not just, there's, you know, there's video modules and we do group calls, a weekly group call. There's a private Facebook group that people can uh, get in touch with me if they have questions when we're not on a group call. So there's a lot of ways to, you know, to keep in touch and to make sure that, you know, and you mentioned this once and I love the term and you said, uh, you know, that I'm their safety net. And I love that because that is so true. I am the I am the author safety net and accountability partner to make sure that they stay on track and that they're doing a great job. And uh, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, when their book is done, it's something to really be proud of. Mm. You know, that feeling when you published your book in the first place. Now you have an audio book. It's you know, it's a great thing. It's a great feeling. It's great feeling of accomplishment. It's excitement. It really is because it's so you. I mean, it's nothing gets better than you reading your book for the masses, the world to hear. Um, and it's done professionally. Yeah, all right. So we're not all professional readers and speakers and narrators, however you are, Robert. And that's where it all comes into play, where you make it sound good. Um 
robertlanecoaching.com, correct? That is correct. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. And uh, look forward next time we uh, we get together and get a chance to talk. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, uh, um, you know, Maybe on the next time we meet, you know, maybe we can do like a open forum Q&A or something, or maybe, I don't know. I would I'm love sure. that. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would love that. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, there's authors out there that uh, are wondering about this. And uh, you got questions, he's got the answers. We'll get it done for you. All right, look forward next time, Robert. All right, thank you, Steve. Take care. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country, but unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.